It's a brand new day. Time to get to work. I have a problem with a bathroom door. I have a question that you probably answered dozens of times. Hey, there are no silly questions on this show. Remember, we may not have it all together. You know, the buttons are mixed up here. But together, we have it all. I build houses. I don't push buttons. (laughs) Well, most of the time. Here's your host taking your calls live right here, right now. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Big jobs getting by nine kids and a wife. But I've been working, man, dang near all my life, and I'll keep on working. Welcome back. Long as my two hands are fit to use. Blue Man Fredini, House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou. I said welcome back. I guess it's welcome back from last week. <laughs> I did. Wait, the br- did I make this rejoin? You did. You don't remember this? <laughs> this was you. You worked with me for a very long time. I Not don't at make all. the rejoins. You're yeah, like, you I love that this. song. Yeah, right. What I wish, is no, this? That's you. Good job, by the way. Good memory. So good. You know, the mind, they say, is the second thing to go. And I can't remember the first. Anyway. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's worth a... Thank you. I, good morning, everybody. I'm here. Enjoy the veal. 857 Lou. Good morning, uh, Don. Good morning, Andy. Morning. I good got morning. to see the handsome Andy Mazur the other morning, uh, yesterday, actually, at yes. the WGN TV. It was fun crossing paths with you there. It was. And then I heard you on the air with Lisa in the afternoon. Yeah, it was fun uh, crossing paths with you there as well. <laughs> Did you get a nap? Uh, I got about 20 minutes. Better boy. Yeah, that was a good power That's nap. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need. Very nice. That's nice that they had you come in. That's a nice crew, right? They do oh, a nice job. Oh, yeah. They're fun to be with. And you've got lots of things to... This 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 was my evening last night with my wife, who's the big Cubs fans. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's been that way for about the last three weeks. Oh. That's all I hear in another room, you know, as she's listening she's listening to the game. Painful. Because I refuse to pay for Marquee. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And uh and, w- and wait, and so another thing is what's going on with YouTube TV now? Like Netflix, uh if I move around, it like knows where I'm going. I don't like this anymore. This is not it's bothering me, all these people. I pay them lots of money. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, as an aside, she's going. Oh my God! Now the Mar did the Marlins end up winning. Yeah, they came back. Yeah. They uh, they scored right. four runs. So in the isn't eighth it inning. completely done for the Cubs, no, or is there no. still like a mathematical? There's a formula that says that uh, if the Marlins win today, it's pretty much done. But they're a game and a half behind with two games left, and the Marlins have a game that was suspended by rain in New York. That if it's necessary, they have to fly to New York on Monday <laughs> to pick that game up. Now look, it's in the top of the ninth inning. And the Marlins have a two to one lead in that game already. Oh, and they would just start over from then? No, no, yeah, they pick it up from there. A suspended game. Oh my god, that is crazy. Yeah, but it's probably you know, if, if the Cubs lose tonight, it's it's smooth. Doesn't matter. Well, for you Brewer fans, I mean the the, the Brewers don't they, there's nothing they like more than beating the Cubs. True. Which they've done very well the last few years. Yeah, and you know, this year that's the truth. And I was kind of surprised and really amazed at how many Cubs fans actually were able to get up there yesterday. I watched the last couple of innings uh, on that uh, network that you don't want to talk about. Um, no, we can talk about that's it. Okay. That's okay. But I watched, yeah. and it was, it was, the atmosphere in there was electric. I mean, it was crazy now, loud. I was, listening, uh, I was listening on the air to the, uh, on the radio broadcast to you know, your, our former colleague, mm-hmm. uh, Pat, and, Pat and Ron, colleagues, and he, I thought he mentioned that it wasn't full. You know, if it wasn't full, it seemed like it, and it was yeah. loud enough to to cover it up. If it wasn't, because there was a ton of uh, of cubby blue there, as opposed yeah. as you know, in addition to the the brewer blue, but it was it was a pretty electric atmosphere. And again, 
They go to extra innings. Uh, Hap hits the home run to tie it up in the ninth, and uh, you kind of scratch your head and go, okay, and they had first and third and couldn't get the run home, and yeah. sure enough. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's all I'm hearing in the other room. My wife's going, oh, these Cubs are driving me crazy. All I said to my wife was, I stayed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm tired. I worked uh, in the morning. And yes. Come on. This I got to go night-night. <laughs> All right. And Don, you're good? Everybody's happy? Oh, yeah. All yeah. good. Beautiful fall time of year. Love oh, it. Oh, my God. It's great. It is great, right? Lindsay, you're happy? I love the fall, too. Yeah. I do love the fall. And yes, I'm happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. I just would like, like to start the, the show question, with yeah. all four of us being happy. All and happy. Bob Ferguson, I think, is happy, too. So. He's always happy. Oh, all yeah. five of us. We're all very happy. Always. So. Ferg is always happy. Yes, That's right. Is. So let's get this thing going. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. Oh, by the way, too, I'm super excited about our word of the day coming up at seven o'clock this morning. I love when the word of the day is a word I've never heard of in my life. That's a good one. Speaking of happy, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. I am happy. All right. Let's see who we got. Um. Okay. Oh, in Glenview. Okay. Good. Rona Glenview. Gotta get some oil on that wheel. Our first caller this morning is Karen, who's in Glenview. Hi, Karen. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, we we have a deck, a small deck in Door County. It's about five by eight wood. And I'm calling to find out your recommendation for, first, how often it should be cleaned and sealed. I don't think it's been done before. I believe it was power washed last year, but I got a quote from a contractor to um, power wash it again and apply two coats of a Super Deck semi-gloss oil stain. Yeah. And I had heard you speaking of this uh, couple weeks ago on um, how often it should be done and what should be done. So I'm calling for your recommendation. Sure. And uh, And what what was the quote? uh, $260. Oh, my gosh. That's like the deal of the century. Does it include... Oh, really? Does does it include dinner at Al Johnson's, too? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, So the Super Deck product that that they want to put down is a very good one. Uh, as far as how often it should be done, it really kind of is an uh, an exercise of how the deck looks. It's typically if you pressure wash. Here's with the contractor, you're going to have to do the work. They're going to pressure wash and clean the deck. the The secret sauce in in this, uh, Karen, is that they have to lightly sand the deck, like the flat boards that face the sun, right? That face up in the sky. Okay. Because we need to open up the fibers of the deck. And then the two coats of that oil-based semi-transparent stain is going to soak into that wood and really protect it. It is perfectly, uh, you know, it should look good for five years before you maybe start to see a little fading. But what it's really going to help protect with that stain is keep the the wood, uh, it almost keeps, it's like using a moisturizer, right? Less cracking, Right. right? And so... Uh, long term, it's going to preserve the wood for you. And so, you know, five to seven years, you know, if it gets a lot of sun, it might be less than that. But 
if it's never been done before, that wood's going to really soak up the stain, and that the two coats is is a is a good idea. I really do like this product called Penafin, but the Super okay. Deck the Super Deck product is very good as well. Okay, and they they say choose a color. Do you, is is there a color that should be applied? Uh, um, chosen semi-transparent the color that you the i mean it's going to be a shade it's not a color it'll be some shade of brown that you have they do have some grays but it's a it's whatever color you prefer you know i would okay are you someone that likes to walk out on the deck with your bare feet i could but at the moment i'm just you don't have to be sure that it's protected yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lighter color obviously doesn't get as hot in the direct sun, you know, than a, a dark, dark color. So, you know, if it were me, I would choose a light, you know, earth tone shade, and that's it. Okay. Initially, I thought maybe I could do it myself, but now I'm thinking... Well, it's I mean, it's... Just to have- I mean, five by eight is not that big. What is right. it? Is it a balcony? No, it's not four inches from the ground. Oh, I mean, you could, you know, if, if I, look, I'm all for doing it yourself. I mean, the, that price is pretty cheap. The two, ga- the two gallons of the, if they're going to do two coats, I, I don't even know they'll use it. If they used a gallon, the gallon would probably cost 30 bucks, right? If you went to go buy it. If you rent, okay. a, if you rent a pressure washer for four hours, it'll prob- that'll probably cost you 50. I'm just making these numbers up. I, do you ha, do you own a sander? No. Okay, so if you rented a sander, that might be another twenty. And so by the time you do it yourself, you'll probably spend about a hundred dollars. But then you get the okay. satisfaction of doing it yourself for one hundred and fifty dollars more, one hundred and eighty dollars more. Someone else does it for you. Sounds better to have somebody else do it. <laughs> and then while they're at it, you go to Al Johnson's. Right. 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 Go see the goat. Yes. Thank you so much, Lou. <laughs> you got it, Karen. I'll see you later. You know, remember, you don't, you're shaking your head. You remember Al Johnson's, right? Oh, no. I said the goats. <laughs> yes. Goats? No, I, yeah. I love Al Johnson's. I mean, that's where I had steak Diane for huh? the very first time on my honeymoon. I love it. I know. I love Do you it. know what steak Diane is? No. They cook it right next to you. Hmm. So they like bring out a cart. And I remember, I do remember, I mean, this is 33 years ago. It was this very thin, kind of grisly steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I <know>. can imagine. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm on my honeymoon. I'm going to have steak Diane. I didn't even know what I was ordering. And all of a sudden, this cart rolls over, and it's like a pan, and they light the burner, and they pour like some wine i think it's cooked in wine and they sear mm-hmm. it and it's all sizzling i'm like oh my god look at me i'm so impressive you know i'm so fancy st- i'm, so, I'm fancy. so like an adult and then they pour like brandy over it and then they go and it like flames up you know it's like one of those yes. presentations right yeah oh. but i was with this beautiful lady that i just married so it was like i chewed through the steak I'm like, it's delicious. Mm, not diane, <laughs> not diane. It was not Diane. <laughs> it's 622 in the morning. You're listening to House Smarts Radio. My name's Lou Manfredini, and my phone number is 857-557-4LOU. We will take a quick break and be back right after this. 
You're listening to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I had raccoon, and I think maybe when they went up there to vacuum and spray, I think they might have hit the pipe. He's here to solve all your home improvement problems. Oh, I thought you meant the raccoons did that. I thought you had, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger raccoons that were moving the pipe around. (laughs) And if he can't solve them, at least he'll make you laugh. I'll move the pipe. I'll move the pipe. You go through the roof. He's all yours. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Go back to the line here and talk with Mike in Crystal Lake. Hey Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, Lou. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What's going on? So last night I went to bed about eleven thirty and there was water and it was usable. This morning I woke up at about 4 to go to work, and none of the water works in the house. None of the faucets. I checked all the faucets. No water looked. uh, We're on well, and so uh, we have a sump pump with a well, but I I cannot figure this out of why uh, water wouldn't work. Are you still home? No, my wife is. She's sleeping, and I'm actually on my way to work. When she wakes up and doesn't have any water, you're getting a phone call, Mike. Well, I've already woke her up to tell her we don't have water, and she wasn't too happy about that. um, Okay, so you're on a well, and uh, are there any any little mics running around? No, we got four little dogs running around. But that's that's none of them have thumbs. Okay. Um, Do you know, do you have a house with a basement? I do. Okay. So is your uh, expansion tank and everything, uh, you know, your holding tank for your uh, water and stuff down in the basement, like where the water comes into the house? Right. Okay. I looked over there. That's kind of like where we have... uh, there's three tanks. One is for like salt for softener and all that. Right. Um, it looked like the lights were on and there was like no failure signs or signals or anything. Well, not the but, softener, uh, but is there is there is a is there over there somewhere a switch that turns the pump on and off, almost like a light switch? Um. The reason I'm bringing that up. I was over there. I didn't notice that, but I'm sure there probably would be, but I did not notice So you went to bed last night at 11 o'clock. You washed your face. Did you go to bed first, or was your wife still up? No, we were in bed about the same time. Okay, so nobody put anything away. I mean, sometimes, like, many times with a well, with a pump, there's a cutoff switch in the area where it all comes in. I'm just thinking, did somebody hit that switch by putting something away? Like, did No, you, did... I don't... She, neither of us went into the basement last night. Okay, so. all right. So when your wife wakes up, have her go to the electrical panel and see if you popped a breaker. That'd be the next thing that I would try. I did, I, I did do that this morning before I left, and um, it looked like all the breakers were fine. Okay. Many times one can pop and it looks fine and you got to go, you physically have to grab each one of them and kind of jiggle them. And if you, and, and if there's one that hopefully the panel is marked, but yeah, I would flip those breakers on and off and see, I mean, it is possible that your pump went on the well. Okay. And this morning with it being at four o'clock, I, I, 
looked at the marked breakers, and the only one that I could really make out pretty well in the dark was uh, where it says, well, would that have been the breaker? Because yeah. I flicked that on and yes. off. Yes. I did click that switch on and off and yeah. still nothing happened. That would be the well. If that if you've got power and everything's going there, then there's a chance that the pump went and you need to call a well contractor ah. to replace the pump. Okay. Do okay. you have any recommendations for someone out in that area? Uh, we have a plumber we use, but I don't think they would work on something like that. Yeah, in Glen Ellen. Um No Crystal Lake. Oh I'm sorry, you're in Crystal Lake. Um Yeah. I don't have anybody. Well, Crystal Lake, uh, how close are you to? Uh, no, you're not that close to the Wisconsin border. Well, not too far. It's maybe 25 minutes. Um, try a company called Grove. No, no, no. They don't do. They don't. They they don't do wells. I don't have a well guy that goes to Crystal Lake. Um, I would talk, call your plumber and see if he's got somebody that he can suggest. Okay. Because you got a bunch of people. So it sounds, sounds like for everything that uh, you're asking me and I'm responding that it probably is the well. You did it. You did. It you did everything that I would have told you to do, other than checking that pump. And I mean, could have. Okay. And so it's got to be the pump. Okay. All right, bud. So, All right, Lou. I sorry. really appreciate your help. I'm gonna have to put you on speed dial. You so, got you, you. Call back. Call anytime. Call anytime, Mike. All appreciate right, thank it. You. Have a good day at work. Appreciate you listening. Sorry about that, Don. Let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Don't know much about history. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. This thing I saw uh, was the fact that from 1980 to 2021 is the same period of time from 1980 to 1939. So I'm going I'm to start with the early stuff, right? 1939, obviously World War II, the attack on Pearl Harbor, the Korean War, the space race, right? We landed on the moon, right? the civil rights movement, voting rights, women's rights. And House Smarts Radio. And then you think about 1980 and on, Lindsay. So I'm thinking the moments that I remember being glued to the TV. When Princess Diana died, uh, 9-11, of course, when Obama was elected, right? COVID, Ugh. and the Britney meltdown. American history. Totally. Okay, wait, I talked about landing on the moon. I talked about these terrible wars. And yours is the Britney meltdown. That was a war in itself. Yeah. Totally. You're listening to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I think I did it again. I, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm like a hipster, I'm relevant, and then I realize I don't know anything. Uh, I don't know anything. Well, you, you've heard about the latest Britney meltdown, right? Is there a new one? Is there a new I mean, rejoin kind of coming? Ongoing. But isn't she, she's getting divorced, right? She was married for another minute? Oh, that's old news. How long was she Guys, married for does anyone have? Guy? Does anyone else know what I'm talking about? The dancing. There was some, wasn't there something? The knife dancing? Wasn't there knife something about dancing? it? Yeah, like a... Uh, a welfare check on her, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, the knife really? dancing. Yeah. All these, okay. I saw all that these video. Weird. Yeah. So strange. <laughs> Wait, she's dancing like with a knife? With two with, like, knives. She's yeah. Like, like big yeah. butcher's knives. And posting that? It's yeah. posted. That's right. pretty smart. Yeah. Wow. Poor Brit. Well, I mean, that obviously she's got some. Me- I mean, no, I'm not making light right. of this, but right. she obviously has some mental issues, and then hopefully she gets the help that she needs, and that's. That's not nice. Right. Not, that's not good for her. I mean, she has children, right? Well, 
right? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't see them anymore. It's a. It's a really sad saga. You're broken up. Yes. Totally. I can tell. I am. Yeah. You are a big fan. I am. She was a big She's part a... of your life. <laughs> Until the knife little. dancing. Nope. Well, I'm no, sorry to hear strong. that. I, I mean, I'm in no way making light of that. That's not a. I mean, that's a funny little rejoin about the Brittany meltdown. But I'm not trying to make light of. You know, if she's got some problems, I hope she seeks the help that she doesn't harm herself. That's not good. Not good at all. But great. Now I feel badly by playing the thing no, well, about the in Brittany meltdown. Defense, Thanks. She, Thanks for bringing us defense, down. <laughs> it was an act of art. She says she was. She was. Uh, Shakira did a, a bit like this, and she was trying to. Right. And there, apparently, they're fake. This knives, conversation so. does not go well mm. with what our word of the day is going to be after seven o'clock. <laughs> you cannot use this whole conversation and our word of the day. A word I've never heard of in my life. I there love is a it. Tease. Ever. I'm just teaching you. I'm just curious if Don or Andy's ever heard of this word as well. I'm like looking forward to it. I'm sure Don will like use it in the news before you even say it. <laughs> oh, oh, was this the word oh, you were word? talking about? Oh, sure. That word I used when I was in grade school. <laughs> I do like this game. It's fun. I do like this game. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This is uh, Sally in Glen Ellen. Hi, Sally. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I am fabulosa. What's going on? I have several things I wanted to ask you. The first one is about the cause of rust in our grass. Mm. Okay. The neighbors all, we live just close north of the College of DuPage, and it, it was worse a while back. I'm not sure how bad it is right now, but um, I just was wondering if you can tell me what, the cause, uh, the cause is what what products we can buy to get rid of the rust, and then the rust gets on our shoes yeah, and yeah, ruins yeah. our shoes, yeah. and it gets on our dog's feet. So I'm the dog treat walking lady in the neighborhood. Oh, you're the and one. The dogs, the dogs' feet get bad, and they have to get medicine. Yeah, so it's a fungus, right? So typically the that's uh, what I thought. Yeah, and it and it kind of. Uh, there are treatments you can buy at the garden center and the hardware store. It, you know, the, it's typically when the weather's warm and it's humid, uh, does it happen? Do you see it more in the shaded areas than where the direct sunlight is? I don't think so. I think it's all over the place. Yeah. So, uh, there are some fungicides. It's pretty common, right? Um, uh-huh. And it's it, it, it's very common midsummer, you know, late fall that you can see it. And uh, what I would do, instead of using a fungicide, I would probably change the, um, I, what I would do is put a soil amender on the lawn to change the pH. You know, so in other words, that if you're... That sounds familiar. Well, it's better than, uh, you know, putting on a chemical that, um, a chemical that's going to, you know, with dogs and things like that. So... There right. is a product that a company called Jonathan Green makes called Magic Cal. Okay. All right. And I would put that on the lawn, and it's a soil amender. And I bet even you can put this down now, and it's a natural product that uh, I don't know that it's technically organic, but it's not. Uh, it's a good one. So. Put that on there, and that should solve the rust problem. It'll probably take a couple weeks, but 
what it what it'll do too is it'll probably help you even next year and maybe in the spring you hit it again. Sounds good. We've got several neighbors that are uh, always keeping everything perfect in their yard, and even he hasn't been able to get rid of that fungus. They've had the soil test, and I told him that I knew that Lou would know the answer, and you did. Well, at least I know the answer. At least I know the answer as I'm speaking with you. Hopefully it works, but it should. Well, and I wrote it down because I'm an old lady, I'm 79, and I can't remember everything. So I've written down notes. So (laughs) I will get it right. Good. The second thing is I bought the dog treat maker the day that you had your 10-year anniversary party in Villa Park. And um, we're having a pet blessing at our church in Lombard next week. I'm in charge of it. And if I don't get a chance to make dog treats... I will pass it from parishioner to parishioner and let each one of them give it a shot. And lastly, um, I wanted to say that a while back you talked about, I think it might be DeWalt Nebo Light that is something that you can buy and use when the power goes off. Oh, Does that uh, ring a bell with you? There's a Nebo. Nebo makes a light bulb. It's a right. it's a standard light bulb that has a battery built into it, and you screw it into a lamp and you use it just like your regular light bulb. And then if the power goes out, the light I believe will uh, stay lit for three hours. Well. Our neighborhood is without power a lot, and I think I've had the most magnificent neighbors who have been helping me get through a really tough situation Mm. where my husband is very sick in the VA hospital, and I'm going to buy those lights in your store to give his thank you gifts so that we're not sitting in the dark. That's very nice of you. Because there's nothing worse than being in the dark. Even a, a flashlight only get, does so much. Right, right, so, right. No, I understand. Um, I thought, you know, a light bulb, they don't. They often cannot even get our lights back on in three hours. Wow. But three hours is better than nothing. And we, it might be good enough to get to, to daylight. Once it's daylight, then it's not the issue. Well, and I'm, it, I, It's I, a different I, issue. Yeah, and you may have to check that. It might be longer than three. I can't remember off the top of my head. It might be longer than three. I'll take I'll take any amount of light that I can get. <laughs> so, and do you have any idea? Are they like like five bucks a light bulb? They're or ten not, bucks I, a light bulb? I believe they're nine ninety nine. Okay, the neighbors. I can't tell you how grateful I am to my neighbors. It's it's going to make me cry. So oh. as soon as I get a chance to get into Villa Park and get them, I will. We've gotten a timeout from the hospital because of COVID. Right. So right. as of yesterday, they we can't go to visit. My husband's having surgery on Monday. We can't be there. It's giving me goosebumps talking to you. But because of that, I will get my south to your store and get those light bulbs for the people that are incredibly uh, Christian, helpful, thoughtful people living out the way they're supposed to. That's very nice. So I'll let you go on. That's very nice. Thank you. And uh, 
thank you, and I'll I'll still be the lady coming to your store from Glen Ellen. I appreciate it. That's very kind of you. Thanks so much for calling. 857-557-4LOU. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Dr. Manfredini's office. My disposal. Is there a reason that it grows? Please hold. Dr. Manfredini's. Got a Brazilian cherry hardwood floor that I've got three dogs and they've tried to scratch through the clear coat finish. One moment, please. Dr. Manfredini's office. I've got a question about my basement floor. He'll be right with you. The doctor is in. I mean, he's kind of like a doctor for your house. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. This is Anita in Chicago. Hi, Anita. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi. How can I help you? Um, I have I have a two flat, and we're looking to renovate uh, the bathroom and and the kitchen of both units. And I'm looking for some good contractors. Okay. Uh, what part of Chicago are you in, Anita? Uh. Actually, it's Bonita. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, Hi, Bonita. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm on the northwest side near near California and Peterson. Okay. Um, well, one, uh, uh, the first one I would tell you for kitchens, a uh, full kitchen and bathroom remodel would be Cobblestone Remodeling. Okay. And their phone number is 773-661-1111. Okay. All right. So I would definitely have them come out and take a look at your kitchen. They have really lovely kitchen designers, and um, um, also they can help you with the bathroom uh, as well. And um, <clears throat> another place to consider in Chicago that I that I think they'll come out and do the kitchen. I'm not sure about the bathrooms. Would be um, Builder Supply Outlet. So they have a beautiful. Oh, really? They okay. have a, well. They have a beautiful kitchen showroom. What's it called, Lindsay? The kitchen showroom at Builder. The yes, Edge. The Edge. The Edge. Right. Right. I'm just kitchen and bath. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they and and they have. And, a, uh, go ahead. Actually, uh, here on the first floor, the the uh, floor also has to be changed. Uh, so well, I don't that, know if they, well, will that, the, if yeah, that, they will include the floor. That I'm unsure of, but, I mean, between those two okay. spaces, the kitchen will be the most expensive that you have to do. And yeah. and let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the uh, the kitchen, you want all new cabinets, or tell me about that? Uh, all new cabinets, yes. Okay. But do the cabinets that you have work? In other words, do the drawers work and that kind of stuff? No, actually, this building has been, uh, what do you call it? It's settling. This okay. building was built in 1927. Got it, yeah. <laughs> and there's been a, a certain amount of settling, and uh, especially on the first floor, some of the drawers are not yeah. working properly, yeah. etc. Yeah. I would try both those two contractors, and I think that they'll uh, be, it's a good place for you to start. Another place to go is the NARI website, N A R I. Org. That's the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. You'll probably find both these contractors on there as well. You plug in your zip code and you'll it'll populate with some contractors to call. But those are two good ones to start with. 
Thanks so much for the phone call. Hey, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, and the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Up in the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus on every word. Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou <laughs> on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. Come on, we're going to learn together. Our word of the day, sponsored by... American History and Practical Man. Not yet. You study him hard. I'm just getting, I'm waking up the sales staff. Oh, yeah, we could get that sponsored, the word of the day. It would be a good one. I want to like something out of the box, like word of the day, learning. When you want to learn, like some company, be like, word of the day, sponsored by blah, blah, blah. When you want to learn about blah, 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 call blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> Anyone? Like Prevagen. 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 There you go. (laughs) Oh, my God. All I do, you know, I'm at that age now where I watch, you know, the nightly news, and every other commercial is Prevagen. Yeah, I see it on uh, Wheel of Fortune all the time. My name is Jim, and I'm a, you know, studio musician, and now I, uh, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da-da. Anyway. Ba-ba-ba. Right. I do wonder about it. I, I wonder. I mean, it's the, it's a very good ad. I wonder. I'm sure people call and go, I take it. It's really good. Right. I don't know. Right. Seems popular. Uh, what, yeah. It's probably like, a, what do you think it is? Come on, Don. It's like CBD. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think it's something like that. Some little brain sharpener, which Right. Some I think. little, like a little kick. It's like, uh, you know, um, have you ever taken Excedrin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, right. You know what the kicker in Excedrin is, right? No. Caffeine. Oh, okay. There's caffeine in Excedrin. Gotcha. Right? So it kind of gives you a little... Mm. Yeah, a little bump up. Yeah. Anyway, just a thought. Okay, word of the day. Ready? Oh, yeah. So the, I, I love this word. First of all, the definition is happiness, well-being. Nice. It's a noun, and the word is... Oh, wait. I got a whole... I got all this stuff I got to do here. Eudaimonia. Whoa. Eudaimonia. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) I love, like, you're surprised. You provided the word today. (laughs) Wow. Eudaimonia. E-U-D-E-M-O-N-I-A. Eudaimonia. This is my first time hearing this word. Never heard this word in my life. No. Hey, Lou, eudaimonia. Yeah, eudaimonia. Uh, eudaimonia. No, no eudaimonia. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. See, now that would be a good t-shirt. Eudaimonia. Eudaimonia. Right on your... Yeah. Walking around. Right, but spelled well, like right? you. Like, like no someone's one pointing would know. You. Well, I bet you if I walked up to John Williams, he would know. <laughs> yep. He's yep. A, yeah, he's kind of a brainiac for that kind of stuff. a smart guy. Yeah, he uses eudaimonia. a thesaurus. That's right. I use a thesaurus, <laughs> right, with my thick aortic pump. That's one of the that's one of the best episodes of Friends ever. <laughs> Eudaimonia. All right, people. This is your word of the day. Alrighty. Use it and use it in your and have it be your well being, which is the definition. Happy. I'm just trying to think. Eudaimonia. 
Um, I have such I have, I have pure eudaimonia right now, being with you all on this show. Nice, like that. Yeah, that works. You're That's off good. The hook. You're done. Oh my gosh, thank Lindsay, you so eudaimonia. You, oh, oh, eudaimonia. No, eudaimonia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our old eudaimonia, man. Andy, eudaimonia. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's our word of the day. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven. 4568 is our phone number. All you got to do is pick up the phone, give us a call. How can we help you this morning? Later on, um, we have an interesting... uh, I found this company, and it's called Flair, F-L-A-I-R, and they make... um, It's a very interesting concept. You know how I'll talk about... You know, we're we're getting into the change of the seasons now, right? Where... um, um, you have to, if you have a forced air system with vents and stuff in your house, it's a good idea to start rebalancing the system. So um, most of the hot air now, when we switch to heating, it may be like we haven't turned the furnace on yet, right? But when you're doing that, you're going to want to, the second floor will get warmer than the first floor. And so if you close those vents down, it forces more air to the bottom. It's never kind of a perfect science. This company, Flare, invented these vent covers that have a battery, but then also have a sensor that you place in a room. And so it will, you can buy one or two or three or the whole home. It will open and close those vents when the system is on to help you balance out the temperature almost perfectly. So the idea is, you know, a lot of times people will be like, oh, this room is so cold. You turn up the thermostat and you're heating the whole house really with all you want as a family room to get warmer. This actually helps to mitigate that to help you save energy by dropping these vent covers in. It's that simple. You drop these vent covers in, and it goes in. Anyway, really nice guy. Had a really nice conversation with him. We're going to learn more about that coming up after 8.30 this morning. 857 557 is our phone number. This is Keith in Downers Grove. Hey, Keith, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Hi, thank you for calling. Uh, getting back to me. Sure. I had a question um, regarding a uh, a deck. I was doing some repair on my deck, removing some rotten boards, and I learned that the rim joist behind the ledger of the deck is rotted in several places. Okay. Uh, that's given me some concern. So uh, I want to know what's the best way about fixing that and what my options are. What is the, so the ledger board is bolted to the house or nailed to the house? The ledger board for the deck is bolted to the house. The original construction was the bolt went through a um, a one by 10 um, um, trim board, went through some Celotex, then bolted into the um, rim joist of the house. Okay. A one by, a, a one is, by 10 or a two by 10? It's a, well... The trim board, the exterior trim board, was a one by ten. Behind that was the Celotex, and then the uh, rim oh, joist of the house. Okay, okay, okay. So when they bolted the ledger to the trim board, water got behind there. It wasn't flashed very well. Right. So the one by ten deteriorated and rotted, mm-hmm. and so then water got to the um, rim joist, and so that's starting to decay. How big is this deck? It's about uh, 15 by 12. <sighs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> right. 
And the and so if I'm the where it's bolted to the house, mm-hmm. the joists coming out do they come do they come out twelve feet? The uh, joists run perpendicular. The, the floor joists of the deck run perpendicular to the ledger board, the, right? And what's that? What's that run? They, that comes that comes out twelve feet. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then it's fifteen across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the only. And is that deck, and so, in other words, where where that deck is now, like, and at the other end of it, is it is it on, like, a, a beam on top of, uh, you know, four-by-fours? In other words, if, if, imagine if you and I were, like, you know, Andre the Giant, if I got on one side of the deck and got on the other side of the deck, could you... Envision that you could just lift it up and move it out. If yes, if you disconnected the bolts from the uh, ledger board, mm-hmm. uh, then you could. Yeah. Okay. So now it's, it does sit on. Uh, there are some um, footings that it's sitting on. Correct, but uh, there's beams. It's sitting on beams, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So to fix this, this is a lot of carpentry, and and yeah. the, probably the way that I. We could envision this happening is you would go to every point where the joists are bolted to the, the you know, the perpend. So you've got the joist coming out from the house and then it's sitting on these beams that are perpendicular. I'd cut all those nails right. that it's sitting there on. I'd unbolt the deck from the house. And how high up from the ground is this also? Uh, well, it was put over a poured concrete uh, patio, so it's just up maybe four or five inches. Okay. I would put, like, some kind of blocking, like I'd buy a, uh, a couple of, um, well, four or five inches. So maybe maybe it's, uh, you know, a couple of two-by-eights or something like that that's, mm-hmm. you know, that you put together to make, like, a beam. And I'd pull this away with a bunch of help from a bunch of people, pull this deck away... So it rests so you can expose that ledger board, you know, like three or four feet out. Replace that ribbon joist that's rotted. Replace that one by ten, which really should be a two by ten, so there's more meat to that. You know what I mean? I mean Uh this is not an easy this is not an easy proposition. And you you know, you you probably need a really um experienced carpenter. The other thing is would be to take the entire deck apart piece by piece. But based on the size that you're describing, I think that there's an opportunity to do what I mentioned, where with the right kind of blocking and enough help, you know, you could kind of move this away. Mm-hmm. Do the work when and it, then move re- it back. When it comes to replacing a rim joist on a house, um, well, what type of carpenter? I mean, you need a framing carpenter, not a trim carpenter, right? You need, you need a framing. You need a framing carpenter for all this. This is all framing. Oh, for all of that. Yeah, the deck is a, the deck is framed. It's not trimmed. So you're right. You need a framing carpenter. You're where are you, Keith? You're in Downers Grove. It's, a, the, it's in Naperville. Naperville. Uh, you. This is a. You know. This is like. A, you need somebody that's got a. a you know, like. They got to think about this. I'm like, okay, yeah, we could make this work. And uh, what? Yeah, I don't want to start tearing out a rim joist because the house is sitting. On well, but the ri- but the <laughs> rim know, but the rim joist the rim joist is not holding up the house. The rim joist is just keeping 
the joists standing straight up and down. So you can take that rim joist off. The house isn't going to go anywhere. And then we're going to put the rim joist back on to just cap the end of the joist. They're not going to go anywhere. They're nailed to the bottom plate. It's nailed to the top. This, that, that, but if the rim joist is rotted... Well, that, that's um, going to that, lead to more rot. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then you can flash this all properly. So the thing is, is that, right. that the rim joist is the easiest part of this. It's moving the deck. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Is like getting to the easiest part of it is the biggest problem. Um, okay. Go yeah. to nari.org, plug in your zip code, type in carpentry contractor and find somebody in your area that can come out and take a look at this. It's a highly, it's just a lot of labor. The materials are going to be nothing. It's all labor. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was given some thought. Can a rim joist be fixed from the inside? If you can access. No. No, no, this, what I described would be, as much as work as it is, would be way easier than trying to do this from the inside. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate your input. Yeah, I appreciate you calling. That's an interesting problem. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. We'll take a quick break. Noodle Too. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou Too, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Man, it's been a while since I had a really big bowl of pasta. I'm thinking about that. I mean, I'm still doing the Seattle Sutton, which I love. I really do. And there's like new things on the menu. Every now and then I'm like, oh, look at this is new. Delicious. But every now and then you want to cheat and have a giant bowl of pasta. There's a, there's a, 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 a pasta rotini carbonara that my favorite Italian restaurant in Richmond, Paisano's, makes. I haven't had it in probably two years. But Maron is it good. Oh, so good. Hey, our Noodle 2 is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. I was, uh, by the way, I was at um, a Chevy dealer getting my oil changed on my Silverado. I've already put 7,000 miles on that bad boy. And um, I waited for it. They were very nice. Did a nice job. Changed the oil, rotated the tires. And I was sitting there and... Um, of course, I've got to walk through the dealership. And the new Chevy Trax, which is a small, uh, you know, Chevy, like a SUV, it is really sharp and roomy. I mean, I'm bigger than the average bear, and I sat inside of it, you know. And, of course, the guy's like, oh, looking for a new Chevy. Oh, I'm getting mine, you know, repaired or maintenance, whatever. And um, anyway, it was it's really good. If you're looking for a small SUV, check it out. It's very nice. Um so I was mentioning that my wife burns through her battery like it's her job on her iPhone or an Android. I think, you know, even the, uh, a lot of people, I, I hear a lot of good things about the Google Pixel phone, right? Do you know anybody that has a Google Pixel phone? Everybody says it's great. No, but I've heard really great things. Yeah, my problem is I'm so invested in the Mac thing. I know. Right? I and know. it's all, it all talks to each other. And, mm. uh. 
it's very nice. Like the, te- you know, I really, and so it's like, mm, I don't know. But what's funny is my Silverado, it does Apple CarPlay, but it, it's based on the Google platform. So it's like, a, mm, I could do that. Anyway, I don't know about the battery life for that. Whatever kind of phone you use, if you're using it, you're traveling, and you want something small to keep you working, check this out. We've all been there, trying to make the last of that tiny bit of battery left on our phones. When we know, inevitably, sooner or later, it's going to shut off and leave you stranded. Now, the obvious solution to that problem would be to carry around a charger pack. But most of them are super bulky or even require a little setup. But wouldn't it be nice if they were a little more portable, a little less clunky? Our new to to this morning, the Clutch Charger, is just that. The Clutch Charger is a thin and magnetic charger that's about two and a half by three and a half inches on the surface and a sixteenth of an inch thick. This is basically the equivalent of having a couple credit cards stacked on top of each other. The design is lightweight, easy to carry, and a perfect addition to your keychain or wallet. In the upper left corner, it has a charger port, which can be either a lightning plug or USB-C, with a small black cable that fits snugly down the side in a metal slit. All you have to do is pull that out, plug it into your phone, and power it up. It's the slimmest charger on the market right now. They offer a bunch of them to work with different phones. For instance, the most updated Clutch Pro, the V3, can wirelessly charge and magnetize to your phone as long as it's a 14 or above. The older phones don't work so well with the magnet and don't even have the wireless charging capability. So you'll want to make sure you get the right version for the phone that you have, whether it's an iPhone or an Android. The Clutch will give you roughly six to eight hours of added battery life from it and takes about two to three hours to fully recharge that phone. This charger is great to have on hand, especially if you're someone who's always running out of juice or someone who travels a lot. Super easy, super discreet, super portable, and super clutch. The clutch chargers go for $49.99, and you can find out more on Lou's House Smarts YouTube channel. Look at you, a new music bed. These are the little things that we, you know, you and oh, I just get noticed. so excited about Right? I mean, it's like crazy. So here's my only thing, and maybe this is because I, I assume I did a typical, not to stereotype, but I did a typical man thing, and I didn't read the instructions when the clutch came. Okay, so it's the size of the it's it's a thin square. So imagine if your your cell phone, it's no wider than your cell phone. Okay. And whatever that width is, it's that square, and it fits right behind your cell phone. But when you look at it, okay, it has the insignia that I thought it was a wireless charger. And I showed it to you when it came, because you didn't see it. They sent me the sample, right? And I go, look at this. And I'm, and I'm, first of all, I only have an iPhone 11, and so mine doesn't have that magnet thing that the newer ones have. And so... I couldn't get it to stick. I'm like, is this wireless? Why isn't this sticking? Again, not reading the instructions. So then Mary Beth's phone is a newer one. I think she has the 14. And so I took her case off. She has a case that uh, has the credit cards in it. So that's the only thing, too, is that the case you have matters. And she loves the case with the credit cards because when she goes out, that's all she brings with her. Driver's license, credit cards, it's all on her phone. I mean, it's it really is amazing how society has changed. I mean, I, I'm going to sound like an old man, 
But I remember when these smartphones came out, I go, why do I need a camera on my phone? I just need a phone, right? Why do I need, you know, what? what? And then, you know, look at everyone has a smartphone and does all this stuff. Now you film all of your... Now, every time I'm doing anything, I have my phone out so I can film it because it's a piece of content that I can do, right? It's crazy. Uh, I did it the other day. I I sent you videos and and by mistake, I sent... Somehow I filmed everything in slow motion. Oh my gosh! What All a of a sudden you're dark. Big. I know that. I saw. I was like, no, I didn't. And I look at this giant mitt, and I'm holding it. <laughs> my hand just takes over the whole screen. Anyway, it's not a wireless charger, but it sticks to the back of the phone, and then the cord, the nice, cute little cord, pops out. So if you have an iPhone, or you can order it for the, you know, depending on what kind of phone you have, it could do USB C. It can do the. Um, Lightning cable, uh, it can do the other cable, like whatever it is. You just have to order it that way. 50 bucks is a pretty cheap price, totally. and it just goes charging and charging. It's great. Now, one of the photos on the site, you can attest to this, but it actually shows the charger slipping into a wallet. Like, it's it's thin enough that it can... Not a, but not a wallet to put in your back pocket, I don't oh. think. Like a wallet? Do you what? Do you have? Do you carry a wallet like in a purse? I do. Like, is it a mm-hmm. like a traditional rectangular walker where you've got like a checkbook and all your credit cards and coupons and that kind of stuff? I yes, I have one of those. Do you use it? No. <laughs> yeah, it would fit in one of those. Oh, okay. Right. Well- like but that, it's, meaning it's small enough. I mean, like it's not this clunky thing that you're carrying around, and you've got to like. No, and the other thing too is it's like, like don't, don't you? Didn't Mary Beth buy you like the fanny pack? Like the don't don't a lot of don't you wear the like the Lululemon yeah. fanny pack all the time? Mm-hmm. Goes in that. Yep. You wouldn't even know it was there. Absolutely. Super right. lightweight. Yeah, and then when you're in a bind, you know, if you're at the soccer game and there's you know you're <laughs> sitting outside and your phone's about to die, just plug it in and you're good. And I love the fact that it sticks to the back of the phone. It's not like you're holding two things. Really smart. And you did mention you can take it on the airport in, in airplanes. Right. Super safe to do. So go to YouTube.com slash HowSmartsTV and you'll find information about it there as well. Uh, our new to 2, by the way, brought to you by ChevyDrivesChicago.com. We, uh, let's do this. 857-5574-LOO is our phone number. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. You're tuned in to House Smarts Radio. Hi, Martha. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. I have a gas dryer that is 16 years old. It has worked beautifully for years. The other day when I went to turn it on, no heat. Should I fix it or just go get a new one? And that means it's Saturday morning and a brand new day. 16 years. Can you afford a brand new dryer? So out with the old and in with the new. Oh, yes, I can afford it. I can bitch about it, but I can afford it. I've got to do what I've got to do. Now back to Lou Manfredini. Well, then you just did and go get yourself a brand new dryer. And House Smarts Radio. It's time to move on. It's time to get going. Welcome back. 857-5574-LOU. This is George in Fox River Road. Hi, George. Appreciate you taking my phone call. Yeah, how can I help you? We're building a house up in Spring Grove, Illinois, and we've got kind of a, a great room where there's a kitchen on one end, sort of a dining area in the middle, and a living room at the other end. Um, and my first blush reaction was to put down a three-quarter inch oak uh, pre-finished uh, floor. 
but I hear you talk about the luxury vinyl stuff all the time, and I'm wondering, I've got a couple of big dogs, um, so I'm wondering if maybe I want to steer clear of the oak, wondering about scratching and things like that. Well, um, that is a concern with the oak. I'm, I'm still a big fan of, um, of, a, of a real wood floor. Just because, you know, it is the only renewable um, flooring, not the only, but it's like the floor that you can renew. You know what I mean? You put that floor down, um, you can resand it. You know, you got those big dogs in five, seven years for a third of the cost of what a new floor would be. Now, that being said, you know, the, um, <clears throat> the luxury vinyl has come a a long way. It's a very nice floor. It's a beautiful-looking floor. It does have... George, it has a little bit of a feel to it when you're walking on it. Now, with a new home, you probably won't feel that as much because the the rooms that you would put this floor, is there going to be a basement below it? Yes. Okay. So this floor is going to lie flat on the subfloor, Right, but it's just a floating right. floor, and there will be parts of it when you walk where there may be a slight separation from the floor and the subfloor below, and you'll feel that it won't be anything major, but it'll it, yeah. it I don't want to call it a slap, but that's what it feels like a little bit, right? And on the yeah. on the good quality floors there's a wear film okay so remember it's vinyl so whether you choose a wood look or tile whatever it's a photograph of that style and then they put a a film of what they call a wear film on the top it needs to be at least 12 mil it needs to be no more than 20 mil because anything more than that is just like oh it's 30 mil it's not anything better like, 20 is great. Okay. Okay? But your dogs could scratch that, too. Now, when you scratch that wear film, nothing you're going to do but replace the board, which is a little bit involved. With a real oak floor, real oak floor, maple floor, you know, I mean, when the floor goes down the first time, it'll look absolutely beautiful, and you'll love it, the wood floor. Then the dogs will come home, and within the first week, they're going to scratch the floor, and it'll drive you. Is there a Mrs. George? Yes. It'll drive her crazy. But just know that they're going to scratch it up more, and you're going to scratch it up more, and then the scratches will kind of become what the floor is, okay? Now, instead of resanding that floor, if they really beat the you-know-what out of it, you can get a wood flooring uh, contractor to come by, and they can screen the floor where they just come in, kind of take care of those surface scratches and put a new finish without having to refinish the whole floor. Still have to move all the furniture. I understand. But it's not as um, involved. So I guess if you're asking my right. opinion if you're asking my opinion and you're building a new house on that main floor, I would do a real wood floor. That's it will, my first blush reaction, too. It will cost you about the same money 
okay, from an installation standpoint. But when you someday go to sell that house, George, they're not going to say luxury vinyl. They're going to say hardwood, real hardwood floor. Okay. Well, like I said, that was my first blush, but I've, I've heard you uh, talk about it positively before, uh, the luxury vinyl. Uh, and but I, I think you, and I am, you helped me make And I case. am positive about it. I do like the product in the right application. Okay. Well, I think this is a great spot for it. Um, we are also thinking about that Mitsubishi uh, heat pump situation. Is that something you still believe is a good idea? Are you, so you're, you haven't built this house yet, right? It is being built right now. But is there any HVAC in it yet? No, no. We've got uh, the uh, framing going on right now. Do this to heat this house. I'm telling you, you put one of these cassettes in every room and go all electric with this heat pump thing, you're going to have such amazing comfort, and you're going to save money on your energy bill. It's the way to heat and cool a home. Okay. All right, George. MitsuBishi.com, something like that, or ComfortHome.com? Get a ComfyHome.com. There you go. All righty, Lou, I appreciate your feedback. Uh, I'm running a half marathon, so I got to go. All right, well, uh, hey, just remember, let me give you some advice. One foot in front of the other. There you go. I'll do my best. (laughs) Good luck. I appreciate you calling this morning. That's great. Uh, 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. Broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, the news is next. From the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, don't go away. We'll be right back. I may not be living in Chicago, but I can still listen to my dad on House Mars Radio. It's like I can't shake the guy. Now I know how my mom feels. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's so cheesy. Ah, full of bad dad jokes. I know that's exactly how you wrote it to be read, too. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Riding on the city of New Orleans. I haven't seen that Manfredini child in Illinois Central. two and a half months. Monday morning rail. But I get to see her this weekend. Welcome home, Mal. Fifteen cars and fifteen restless riders. Excited to see her, which will be a lot of fun. 857-557-4LOU. Um, I was listening to, uh, you know, doing my first call on Fridays with uh, Bob Surratt. And uh, Andy, I know that, you know, when you're with uh, OB and Hamp, Hamp mm-hmm. and OB on Sundays, it's like, a, you know, a, a great treat for you. But Joe Romano will always drop in these little OB, <laughs> if they're talking about the Bears, and he'll just drop in these OB, like, quotes. Oh, yeah. I just crack up. It's un it is just the stuff that comes out of that gentleman's mouth is just so <laughs> funny. We got five guys that don't know how to blow. I mean, he's just yelling at the thing. And it's just Joe just times them out perfectly and it cracks Bob Surratt up like nobody's business. They so don't know funny. what they're doing. <laughs> That kid should not be. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. It's fun. So fun. Oh, my God. But I am worried that you're going to gain 500 pounds. Oh, We get fed like kings. I mean, I can't lie. Uh, Right. uh, This year. You're newly married. You're not ready to, like, you know, you're not going to let yourself go just yet. No. You know, this year, uh, (laughs) Rosebud and the fine family of Rosebud restaurants are are taking good care of us. 
here oh, in the uh, in the studios. That big that, that big bowl of pasta that I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Just show up tomorrow. Right. Come on tomorrow, Don. You should just show up on a Saturday morning, like right about noon. I'll tell, think about it. Tell Gretchen. Uh, you know what? Andy called. He says he needs some help. <laughs> some help. Studio. I'll be right back, and don't plan on lunch. Yeah, I need some help eating this pasta. Can you help me out? <laughs> I can help with that. Oh my God, that is so funny, so funny. And you're going to do a little uh, Northwestern pregame coming up at ten. Yeah, I'll take uh, the the reins from uh, ten o'clock until ten thirty, and then we'll send it over to Dave Ennett for the, uh, the official Wildcats pregame show, and then the kick at eleven today. A big, big test awaiting Northwestern today. They're at home against Penn State, and uh, Penn State's ranked six in the country. Ooh, wow, that's tough. Yes. Well, you just never know, right? On any given day, right? Any given Saturday. Every given Saturday, yeah. That's fun. What a beautiful day for football. Yeah, right there along the lake in Evanston. Perfect. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. All right, well, stay tuned for that. That's coming up uh, a little bit later on this morning as well. 857 Lou, 857-557-4568. This is Pam in South Bend. Hi, Pam. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. So, last week we took up wall-to-wall carpeting in my living room. Underneath is a beautiful oak floor. Uh, this is from the 50s. It's a ranch house. Anyway, the carpet padding left glue spots all over the floor. And I'm wondering if I can get that up without resorting to having the floor sanded. Wait, so, and what is the floor? It's oak. Oh, right. But how, what does the rest of the floor look like? Uh, it looks like it's uh, been covered with a carpet. For no, I understand, but I mean, are you going to do any refinishing of the floor at all? Yes, at oh. some point, yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So the, it's not that there's residue. In other words, is there a little bit of the pad left, or it's just discolored? It's just little spots, like circles almost, all over of dark, um, I mean, I'm guessing it's the carpet pad glue that the adhesion that kind of stuck to the floor okay and is it something that you can feel with your finger or is it just a discoloration in some places it's just a discoloration and in some places i can feel it and almost scrape it off with my fingernail a little bit but it won't scrape off or it will not not easily. No, I tried with different floor cleaners <clears throat> yeah. and a scrubby and not really. All right. Well, so here's what I would try just because I, I don't know that you're going to be successful. You're, you're eventually going to have to re-sand this floor, but um, okay. get a um, plastic putty knife, okay. like a thin plastic putty knife, like an inch and a half wide. And mm-hmm. there is a cleaner lubricant called Superzilla. Okay. And I want you to, on all those little spots, squirt, you know, a little bit of this on there and let it sit there Mm -hmm. for like 10 minutes. Okay. Then with the grain of the way that the floor is going, I want you to scrape across the top and then maybe use a plastic scrubbing pad over the top of that to lightly work it away and that's the best it's going to get. Okay. Okay. I just want to get by for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before... Sure. Yeah. That yeah. should that should work. Okay. 
So, but do you think in general, I've heard of that screening instead of sanding? Well, you might be able to screen it if the color is good, but it depends on the condition that the the flooring contractor, when you bring them, right, Mm -hmm. will be, um, will be the one to kind of figure that out for you. Okay. Okay. Um, And, you know, they'll say, hey, we can screen this or, hey, we can't, and they'll let you know. Okay. All right. All right. And then there's one sort of a water spot, black, kind of dark, not too bad. Is there any way to get that up or wait, or would that come up when the floor gets sanded? That would come up when, if it's a watermark that's embedded in the wood, that'll hopefully be able to be sanded out. But it it could okay. be, Pam, that those that area, they may say, they have to put new wood down, right? Yeah. To finger it in and then resand it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's the plan then. Thank you so much. I listen to you all the time. You're very kind. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Hey, it's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. Can there ever be too much light in a bathroom? Possibly after a late night, yes. Tom just got in these striking lighted mirrors, outlined with energy-efficient LED lights that come in a couple configurations. They'd make an unexpected and dramatic addition to the look of really any bathroom. They're not only attractive, but practical. The bright, even light makes applying makeup a breeze, and there's a sender devogger great for shaving. This type of light, I like. Another great find and reason to always check out what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. Uh, yes, good morning, sir. During the first polar vortex, we were having problems in our bedroom. On the west wall... What kind of question is this? I, these are not the kinds of questions I'm going to be answering if you're having problems in the bedroom. <laughs> He'll take just about any question... But he won't go there. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. <laughs> I remember that call. That cracks me up. Cracking myself up. 857 557 Lou is our phone number. This is Dave in Wooddale. Hey, Dave, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Lou? I am doing all right. How about you, my friend? You know, for a fat old guy, I'm doing okay. <laughs> How may I help you? I've got a wooden fence, and there's uh, it's one post. It's a four by four post is leaning out from my property over my neighbor's yard. Okay. And I got to straighten that thing out, and I'm not sure how to do it. I tried pulling it in with a with a uh, rope and then putting cement around the bottom. And as soon as uh, the cement dried and I let go of the rope, it just leaned right back. Hmm. It's not broken, right? No, not that I know of. Okay. And the other, so you've got the one post, and then what are the eight-foot sections of fence? Yeah. Okay, and then those other the posts on either side of this leaning post are they they're straight up and down? They're they're plumb. Yeah, they're they're fine. Okay, and does this uh, fence section nail to the post, uh, like on the face of one side, or go into each side? No, on the face. Okay. Um. 
probably so if the post is not um if the post is not broken i would probably take i would disconnect the fence panel from the post that's leaning okay uh-huh. and then um then try and dig out on the inside um you know, on the side that you want to pull it back in there, so you move the soil away so that you can straighten it, right? Okay. And uh, then, on the other side, you're going to, like, dig out some of the dirt so that you've got a gap between the soil and whatever concrete you have there already, okay? And Uh there is a product called Sika. S-I-K-A Pro-Select Fence Post Mix. You got that? Yep. Now, that is an expanding foam for fence posts. And it's very sturdy. Okay. And so instead of you mixing another bag of concrete, no offense for the fat old guy, you're going to take, you're going to take, you're going to take, it's a little bag. It's like a bag that has a slit in the middle and you squeeze the bag to pop it so that one fluid goes into the other and you mix it for like 15 seconds. That's it. And you're going to have a utility knife or a pair of scissors and you cut the corner and now in that hole where you've you've got that gap and you've got your post nice and plumb, right? You're gonna just uh-huh. you're gonna pour this like a watering can into the gap in the hole. And then this foam is gonna the chemical reaction is gonna cause this foam to foam up and push against the soil and push against the concrete, and it's gonna come up out of the hole too, okay? Let it uh-huh. do let it do its thing in about 15, 20 minutes, you'll see like, wow, this post is looking good. Take a like a handsaw and cut any of the foam that came out of the ground flush with the ground. Okay. Put a little dirt on it, put the fence post panels back on, and you're good to go. All right. And they, they you sell this at Ace? They do sell it at Ace. They should if they don't carry it, they can order it. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Lou. You got it, my friend. Be well. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-5574. Let's get one more call in here before we go to news. This is uh, Jim and Marengo. Hey, Jim. Hi there, Lou. Uh, good morning. Um, I have a dairy barn uh, that in the upstairs of the dairy barn, which would be the Haymow area, there was a room built, and uh, it was uh, drywalled on the inside. And uh, it's enclosed. It has a door going into it the roof on the barn leaked above it and then the water got into that room creating mold with the drywall mm. and uh the and unbeknownst to me for quite a time and that drywall is falling off and has some mold in it and i just wanted to know how serious it was to deal with uh and what my approach for remediating that uh that room would be well <clears throat> so it's just a certain portion of the drywall not the whole thing Mainly the ceiling. The walls uh, might have some on the surface, but the ceiling is the, the the drywall on the ceiling is actually fallen in. 
Okay. So and, I want to basically take all that drywall yep, out of there yep, and obviously yep. fix the, the roof. Yeah. So the the concern with the mold, obviously, is you you know you want to if there's windows up. Are there windows up there? No, they're not in that room. No, it's completely enclosed and okay. just has one uh, door to walk through a small. And where does that door. and where does that door lead? Oh, it just leads into the room. Oh, oh, into the. It's just in the upstairs of the barn in the haymow area. The the room is built there, and that so door when I walk, goes, opens into that room into the rest of the barn. Yes, that's so I, correct. Open up the barn, get a big fan in that doorway, blowing out. Okay, turn it on high. Okay, wear a mask. Get a garbage can. Wear some gloves. Pull all that. Uh, pull all that damaged drywall out of there and get it out of there. Anything that you see is damaged and wet and soggy has got to go. Obviously, repair the roof. Any surface mold, you want to spray with a product called Concrobium Mold Control. That will immediately kill the mold, and it'll even probably remove some of the staining if you want. And there's even a mold-killing primer when you get ready to repaint once you patch everything, that Rust-Oleum makes that would be a good idea to use on that as well. And just make sure that, just make sure you're wearing a mask when you're remediating all this stuff and be well ventilated. Don't spend hours and hours in there, you know, work for an hour, go take a break, get some fresh air, come back in with the mask or however long it takes. And uh, once you get it all out of there and you let the things settle down and spray any of the wood and stuff with the concrobium as well, once the roof is patched, then you can make those repairs and do the re-drywalling and then once again have a, a nice room. Appreciate the phone call. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about a new product called Flare. They're vent covers that are smart and are going to help you be more comfortable in your home right after this report of news with Don Kleppen. What questions around your house are driving you crazy? How can I, how do I find, when do I need to? I don't know what to do. Well, before you get to work on your to-do list for the weekend, call Lou. Is there something I can help you with, Karen? I hope so. So, I'm sorry, we're completely out of time. (laughs) He's taking your calls live right here, right now on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini. Doesn't it seem like it was just yesterday here in the Chicagoland area? It was like 100 degrees. Remember we had those two days? It was like 150 degrees outside, and everybody was complaining about how, oh, my gosh, this one room is so hot, and, you know, this other room is cold. It's so hard to balance out the system. And this is going to happen now as we enter fall and the winter months. Those, Those rooms that were so hot... Now you're going to have all these rooms that are cold. And, you know, I will tell you that there's many ways to solve those problems. One, the the easiest way, is to balance out your system. You know, if you're using a forced air system where you, you know, close the vents in the hot room to try and force more pressure in another room to, to make it more comfortable. But it's, you know, it's not an exact science and it's a little bit of fumbling around. And for a lot of people, maybe the vents are out of reach, whatever. Imagine if there was something that was easier, more intuitive, and and quite frankly, there's an app for that. And, uh, well, somebody invented that, and joining me on the phone line right now is Dan Myers, the CEO of a company called Flare. Dan, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. 
Good morning. Excited to be here. Um, so I kind of set the table for you. Uh, you know, these hot and cold spots throughout the home. Uh, describe to our audience uh, who you folks are at Flair. Yeah. So at Flair, we are essentially a company reimagining, amongst other things, how central air works or doesn't work. Uh, and exactly to your point, figuring out how we kind of maximize comfort, minimize energy, and oftentimes by fixing how air is distributed inside of a home. You know, so, so you know, in the, in the typical, you know, kind of traditional setup, right, you've got all this ductwork running throughout the home, and you've got a single thermostat. Maybe you have two, you know, maybe you've got an upstairs and a downstairs. But there's one point where the furnace... Uh, the forced air, furnace, and air conditioning is gauging what the temperature in the home should be. And so maybe you've got it set at 72, and, you know, typically the the uh, thermostat's in a dining room, but the family room is hotter than blazes or colder than blazes. You've figured out a way yeah. to kind of help the system work. Yeah, I can kind of uh, shed some light on that. So it's exactly to your point, you know, your thermostat has a pretty limited view of the world. Right. 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 Uh, and even a smart thermostat, like some of the ones that we integrate with, uh, maybe they've got additional sensors, but really all they can do is kind of heat the whole thing or cool the whole thing. Um, they can't necessarily say, I want to send more air to one of these rooms that's you know, not, not warm enough or not cool enough. So what we do is we make a device called the Flare Smart Vent, uh, which, which quite literally just drops right in to replace an existing pretty standard vent, and we make almost all the, the sizes you'll find across the United States and Canada. Okay. Um, and, those, and those vents essentially wirelessly network together, look at additional data, um, whether it comes from our first-party device called the Puck or a third-party smart thermostat and remote sensors, and figure out basically how to route air within the building by opening and closing uh, thermostatically. Uh, beyond that, of course, I think one of the things you, you highlighted is, you know, one application for our product is, is oftentimes uh, a balancing application, mm -hmm. meaning you've got that doesn't quite get to temp or gets too much, and we fix that handily. And then the other thing that I think is a really, um, like sometimes kind of gets missed, is that the vast majority of rooms in a home are empty. And so you're oftentimes heating and cooling tons of space, no, no one's uh, and in it. Really, it's, it's, and no one's in it. And right. it, it's sort of a blind spot, I think, on um, you know central systems and, and people who live uh, in homes with them. And so we can both you know solve comfort problems and say, hey, maybe we should just be focusing on rooms with people in them, which kind of is a, a little bit of a perspective shift, but has a lot of opportunity. So uh, you know, to kind of simplify it for for someone you know for anyone listening. You've got yeah. floor vents in your home, and you're going to make a you you make a replacement for floor vents. So a four by ten, just to you know, for the sake of argument, I'm going to go and I'm going to take out my cover, my white floor vent, and or brown. I know you have multiple colors, and I'm going to drop yeah. in the flare that is a battery operated. Um, and I did notice that you use two C batteries, right, for the vent yeah. that. And I just want to say big shout out to people using the C battery because in my world the C battery is the forgotten battery, <laughs> right? It's just a sure. you're you're, <laughs> yeah, keep, you're keeping the C battery going, which I like that. And now <clears throat> you're gonna plug in 
like a master puck, correct, that plugs in somewhere. And then these other pucks, these sensors are battery operated that you would place in a bedroom or a living room. Or in other words, you don't have to do it in the whole house if you don't want to. You can do one or you can do 20. Couldn't have said it better myself. We have users who, you know, they put in one vent. It might be the room that is closest to the furnace and it gets way too much heat right. relative to the others. Right. Um, and they plug in that first puck. And you have users who have got a McMansion and, you know, they go to the nines on it and, and they've, you know, basically got the ability to set an independent set point on every single room in their house, even though it's a central system. So we right. kind of, we, we can spot treat a comfort problem uh, or we can kind of holistically manage a home. I think it just depends on what our, our end users really looking to accomplish. Um, how long have you guys been in existence with this? So our origins, we basically started about nine years ago. Okay. So we've been looking at this problem for a while. And, um, you know, and I guess, you know, very appropriately, the first prototype of this was built in Chicago, actually, at the Harold Washington uh, Library. Interesting. 3D printed with, with some printers there. That's so cool. And, and uh, you mentioned to me off the air that you and your co-founder are both uh, a couple of Northwestern grads. So, uh, you know, some, uh, some local, in our opinion, local guys doing well, um, the, 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 how has the response been from your users now that you're on the marketplace and this thing are going, are you, are you getting really good feedback from people? Yeah. I mean, I think we spent the first few years really, you know, kind of starting from, the the very beginning right of like testing some ideas building prototypes uh you know building the software firmware electrical engineering all the things that go into a product like this and then you know building a whole supply chain right which was you know a pretty monumental task right for basically a couple of recent grads who conceptually understood everything but had never really been through it and then more recently um we actually have, have expanded quite a bit uh, we're in well over uh, 30,000 homes at this point. Wow. And, um, and you know, just uh, building new sizes, new styles, all sorts of cool things. And, and I think the, you know, the reception is really positive. The other thing that we've got going for us here is there's also this huge shift to heat pumps. And, uh, you know, as you think about swapping a furnace with a heat pump, maybe your furnace dies and you're trying to decide, do I get a furnace or a heat pump? Um when you go for a heat pump, um, the temperature that comes out of that system is not quite as warm as a furnace. And that creates even more need for smart air management inside of a home. So right. we see a pretty rosy picture in general. And, right. and our customers, they love it. You know, it's, it's room by room control on a central system. What it's a, it really solves a lot of problems. And and currently then you're, you're, you're selling these products uh, off of a website. I mean, you, you're not in brick and mortar at this point. Um, yeah, so our, our primary website uh, is flare.co or flare.co. Um, and that's, we are also available and that's, on Amazon. Real quick, that's F L A I R, F L A I R dot com, dot co, excuse me, not dot com, dot co. Okay. Yep, exactly. And we're, we're also available at Amazon, uh, Home Depot.com. Lowe's.com. Um, and then we are not in traditional brick and mortar. However, we are in the sort of 
John Stones and Ferguson's, the kind of HVAC supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, stores. right, right, right. That's smart. That's so smart. Um, can you give the audience an idea of like what the cost of something like this is? Yeah. So to kind of get in the game with a flare system, just the sort of entry level, you might be looking at somewhere around 200 bucks. That would be that first puck on the wall and a vent. Um, and then it kind of just depends on how much, you know, you're, you're kind of building out. I would say our typical customer probably spends, I don't know, maybe 500 bucks. Right. Um, and that really solves the, the crux of a comfort problem that they've got in their house. And so I think that's a, compared to what a customer might normally be able to offer, I think that's a, a pretty, pretty great deal. Well, and I think that you can really put pencil to paper and think about from an energy perspective and an energy cost, right? If, if your only option is to turn the thermostat up or to plug in a, a supplemental electric heater in a room or something like that, that if this works, right, that you solve this problem to say, I, I, this room's too hot. And so I'm going to, I'm going to reduce the airflow that comes into this room, which inherently is just going to increase the airflow into the other room. And I have dual sensors, and in, in the sake of this example, of these two uh, vent covers with the two sensors that are going to know exactly what they're doing, and that each room effectively is seventy-two degrees where I want it. And uh, gosh, it would seem like with a five hundred dollar investment, you'd be pretty darn close to probably paying yourself back in the first year. Yeah, that's that's not an uncommon experience for our users, and um, you know, and, and I guess to even add to that story. We integrate with your smart thermostat if you've got one. You don't need one, but if you've got one. And so we can call for more heat or less heat. And so that is really where we kind of complete that whole uh, equipment running and minimizing, you know, while satisfying comfort, you know, as, as a package. So somebody with a Nest thermostat or an Ecobee or something like that, it can integrate well with, with your system. I would say probably 90 plus percent of our customers have already made the investment in a, in a smart thermostat. Mm. And they realize that it's awesome. It just can't solve the temperature imbalance problem the way, you know, an actuator, a thing that changes how air flows can. Right. Dan, you and your team over there, you've got a tiger by the tail. I really, really like this idea. And uh, I think that it's a great way for people to, uh, to, you know, really get to that comfort zone. And that, that's the key, right, is overall comfort and balance in your home and energy saving. I mean, it, it just makes a ton of sense. And I'm, I'm really glad we had a chance to uh, uh, chat this morning about this. One more time, give the website and places where people can find more about your products. Absolutely. Uh, so we can be found at flair.co, F-L-A-I-R.co. Uh, and we're also available on Amazon, homedepot.com, and Lowe's.com. Dan Myers is the CEO of Flair. Their company, uh, they are working hard to keep you comfortable. Dan, thanks so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks Thanks for having us. Thanks. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857 857- Five five seven four five six eight. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. You have a way better chance than 50-50 on this, but there's a risk that it breaks or chips or something like that. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Okay, great. Can't wait to tell my husband to see if he'll want to do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a good one to keep in your back pocket. Well, Lou says, sure. you know how much trouble I get about that? Well, Lou says, you can I have s- said that. <laughs> and he said, well, then why don't you call Lou? And good news for you, he's taking your calls live right now. Yeah, right. So tell Lou to get his butt over here and take my countertop off. Right. Now back to Lou, right here on House Hunts Radio. Something good. Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Tell me something good. This is Linda in Elgin. Hi, Linda. Tell me that Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How may I help um, you? I'm standing. I'm standing my outside deck, and I found a little piece that's rotted in, um, like, kind of like the center of the board. And it's only two by two inches, and it doesn't go all the way through. The rotting does not go through the board. I was wondering if I could possibly use wood putty or wood filler to fill in that little rotted area hole. Well, it's not a hole. Well, I guess it is, but it doesn't go all the way through. What kind of tools do you have at your disposal, Linda? Do you happen to own a multi-tool? No, I don't. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. But if I did... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a sharp utility knife, and I want you in that board to cut a square. Whatever that rod is, I want you to cut it out like a square or rectangle, and go with the direction of the wood, you know, so it looks like a little piece, and then... With the utility knife, you're going to go down at least about an eighth of an inch and then use a little chisel or something to pull out the rotted wood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want you to go to the hardware store. you got a fine Ace Hardware store there in Elgin. And you're going to get yes, a do. thing of PC Woody Wood Epoxy. Wood Epoxy. Okay. And around that square that you just cut out, you're going to tape um, painter's tape really well around the just right along the edge where you cut it with the knife and then you're going to fill that in with the pc woody right it's going to bond it's going to stop the rot you're going to overfill it a little bit then when it dries the next Uh day you're going to come back over with the sander and you're going to sand it smooth to match with the wood stain the deck and you're done okay okay got it you have your, you have okay, your, you okay. have, you're welcome. You have your marching orders. I got to get out of the way because the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're tuned into Lou, your favorite handyman, right here on House Smart Radio. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to House Smarts Radio. Our phone number is 857-5574-LOU. We've been talking about our Eudaimonia t-shirts off the air for the House Smarts crew, but then I think it could be... Thanks so much for calling. We're going to send you out a Eudaimonia t-shirt. Right? It's good, too. It's great. Love it. It's the best word she's ever come up with. Love it. Eudaimonia. I mean, it's like... Andy's the best. You, Andy, if you could figure out a way to work that into your Hampton OB broadcast tomorrow, 
Because I don't think there'll Ooh. be a lot of eudaimonia tomorrow. No, 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 no. There's a very big <laughs> oh, lack of eudaimonia. Oh, happiness tomorrow. Because <laughs> uh, I, I just, here's the thing. If you're walking around with a eudaimonia t-shirt, the average person's not going to know what that means. No, and you'll make them smile when you tell them what it is. Right. You're like, right. what does eudaimonia mean? And you guys say, happiness. Helping I mean, Chicago one t-shirt at a time. Happy. Right. Like maybe what I do now is I do like, you know, like Bob Surratt, when he ends his show every day, he says Excelsior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. He does that every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Eudaimonia. <laughs> nice. Love it. Yeah, that'll do. Mic drop. That's it. It's good Mike stuff. Drop. Tell you what, that might be my new home run call if I get in back into a baseball booth. There it goes. Eudaimonia. Yes, that's That's it. And you'll be, everybody like, wow, he's so cerebral. Right? That'll be so good. (laughs) Totally. Uh Right. You'll like the, you know, the, all the chemical engineers that listen to, uh, you know, the broadcast will be like, oh, that guy's so smart. (laughs) That's great. Eudaimonia. Oh, yeah. We're already printing the t-shirts. Nice. Lindsay's got the silk screen machine going in the break. She's putting it on. <laughs> we're going to, right. We were, so she's where you can't see this because it's a radio, but she's wearing a, a shirt that has this block lettering across the front that says grateful. It's beautiful. It's just simple. I go, that's what I want. Eudaimonia. And she goes, she goes to stand up. But Right the on way, that t-shirt. I like that shirt. I that like shirt. That I like that shirt. That but shirt. it's a crop top. I don't think we want crop tops, do we? <laughs> uh, that that wouldn't flatter me very much. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does not bring you eudaimonia. Nope, that would no. not bring anyone looking at it eudaimonia. <laughs> Correct. Nope. That. That's, That's the right. Thing. They're like, yeah, no, I don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't make me happy. They right. were eudaimonium, not right. eudaimonia. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Isn't that real? Yeah, right. Uh, we don't want that. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, let me tell you about this. We've got the Toro giveaway, which uh, we do every month. Uh, this uh, show leaves no mercy. With the Toro September Product of the Month giveaway, enter to win the Toro 60-volt max brushless leaf blower at WGNRadio.com slash contest. This battery-powered leaf blower is an aerodynamic beast to make small work of huge piles. Even the heavy, wet leaves go from zero to 157 miles per hour in 1.3 seconds flat with the push of a button. Variable speed trigger, turbo boost, even cruise control. I like that feature. The brushless motor, and it has this run smart technology delivers more power more runtime and a longer life and of course the interchangeable battery works with a full lineup of 75 plus toro tools for all season power enter to win the toro 60 volt max brushless leaf blower the toro september product of the month at wgnradio.com contest that's wgnradio.com contests the sweepstakes ends saturday september 30th at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Phyllis in Wilmette. Hi, Phyllis. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Thanks so much for taking my call. I have two questions now. Uh, my kitchen floor, There's this, I have a stain on it from hair color. And I'm wondering if I should have the whole. Uh, the, uh, Peter Flooring had done the floor mm. originally. I just saw. So I, I just wanted, saw. I just saw my friend Peter the other day. He's doing great. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. Is he still in business? He is still in business. Peter Flooring. They do excellent work. Oh, then I might call him. But I don't know how to get this color uh, stain, hair color stain off the kitchen floor. 
it looks like it's gone all the way through. And my second question is how to get a stain off of a Corian countertop in my bathroom. Okay. Is it also hair color? Is it also hair color? Uh, no, it's uh, from the uh, the dispenser for the uh, for the soap. It left a, a mark on the counter. Okay. And uh, on that floor, what, what color was it? It's natural. I didn't have it. It's just a natural. Got it. No, no, no. The floor is natural, but what was the hair color? Um, <laughs> brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know my. You know my. It turned out nice. <laughs> you know my 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 late my late beautiful sweet uh, Tia Rosa, who who passed away in her nineties, was. Uh, was this beautiful woman, and she was in her 90s, and she was still a blonde, and it always looked fabulous, and she always wanted to have her hair look nice, and it always made me smile whenever I went to see her. God rest her soul. Well, I was laid up for a while from a broken hip, and she was coming to the house to do my hair. That's so nice, And and it makes you feel good, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. That's very important. Okay, so... Uh, let's try this with the coloring. It may not work, but I mentioned uh, earlier, because that, that color, you know, it's very, obviously when it colors your hair and it stays there, it's a pretty strong dye. And if it, right. got, if it got into the wood, you may it may mm-hmm. not come out. But there is this cleaner oil that I talk a lot about called Superzilla, okay? And uh-huh. uh, you're in Wilmette, right? There's a, the yeah. hard, there's a hardware store in Wilmette. Ace Hardware, yeah. yeah. So go there. And they should sell a bottle of it and squirt it on this little stain. Let it sit there for a little bit. And then just use a, like a dry rag to kind of work it in and uh, like a cotton rag and see if you can wick it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if it do- I think it's beyond that because uh, the the where that is where I tried to clean it off it turned to it changed the color of the floor mm. it went back to the natural rather than the tinted the okay. stained color and is this a uh, like is this where is this on the floor in the middle of the room <laughs> yep mm. <laughs> right along the ki- the uh, kitchen counter I mean you know the problem is Phyllis if it went through that wood they probably have to replace that board. Oh. And then they'll okay. have to resand the floor. Uh-huh. Well, is it best just to call Peter Flooring and have him come t- to look at this and Pro- see probably, how we... Would... Probably. Probably. Oh. Okay. You, you still... said Superzilla otherwise? Superzilla. Try it. You have nothing to lose because if it doesn't work, you're still going to call Peter. Okay. And I have a Corian countertop in my bathroom and the... Uh, the soap, uh, the con- container where you put soap and you put it on the counter, and you, you know, for washing your hands, it made a stain on my Corian countertop. How how can I get that off? Do you have? You know for a fact it's Corian. It's Corian, yeah. Uh, do you have a green Scotch Bright pad at home? Yes. All right. I want you to get a green one, and I need you to go buy a white one. Okay. Then I want you to put get that wet, the green one, and then over where this stain is, just wet with water, I want you with medium pressure in a circular motion to literally sand out that stain. Because remember, the Corian, oh. the material, the color you see on the top is the color all the way through. Okay. Now, now I don't want you pushing like with all your might because you, you'll actually wear it out right there. So kind of... Over the whole thing, like you're, you know, like you're, 
Like washing you're, it down. Yeah, like you're washing it down, but with a little bit of pressure, and you'll see as you spend, you know, like you're probably going to spend a good 30, 45 seconds on one mark, and you're going to lift it up and go, huh, look at that, it's starting to come up. But you'll notice so that, the, hold on, then you'll notice that it feels a little different than the other side, because the green scotch Bright pad is kind of roughing up the surface and taking it out. Then you go over with the white one with a little water, and that's going to get you back to the same smoothness of the rest of the counter. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you gave me some good suggestions, but I think I have to call Peter Flooring to come and take care of this. And you still have their number? Do you want it? Yeah, I need the number. 773-481-2244. Okay. Okay, that's the number I have. Okay, thanks so much, Lou. I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, calling. Thank you so much as well. Oh, we have a, a news flash here. Evidently. Well. Go it, ahead. It's, it can be spelled both ways. Oh, it can. There's Yes. My I favorite think. word. Well, then I like, just, the, I like the spelling eudaimonia. I like the spelling, the second spelling you give. Ah. Implies oh, a positive. We'll wait, this is good. Eudaimonia implies a positive and divine state of being that humanity is able to strive towards and possibly reach. A literal view of eudaimonia means achieving a state of being similar to a benevolent, excuse me, benevolent deity or being protected and looked after by a benevolent deity. As this would be considered the most positive state to it sounds kind of like um it kind of sounds like a little uh Buddhist Yoga. like Buddhist, yeah. right? Uh, let's see, as this would be considered the most positive state to be in, the word is often translated as happiness, although incorporated in divine nature of the word extends and meaning to also include the concepts of being fortunate or blessed despite this, oh God, what's that word? Etymology. However, discussions of eudaimonia in ancient Greek ethics are often conducted independently of any supernatural significance. I just like the happiness one. Let's go with that. Right, or it's just... Let's go with this spelling. I like it. Eudaimonia. A positive and divine state. You're listening to the Eudaimonia on Saturday mornings. House Smarts Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Well, so this is something that I did that I never thought that I would do ever in my life. Your favorite fixer-upper guy. I colored my wife's hair. Your handyman hero. Our friend Megan, who has cut our hairs for like 30 plus years, and she had dropped off the bottles, and there I am shaking the bottle, and I had the gloves. Your Mr. Fix-It. Part of it is, I think I could be really good at this because I have big hands. And so when you're working someone's scalp, you really got to get in there with the color. He's here to help you with anything. And I must say that I did a really nice job. Clearly anything. What's really funny is I've never paid any attention to this now, and now when I'm watching TV or something like that, I'm like, their hair color's not that good. <laughs> now back to Lou. It's all about working it into the roots. On Hair Smart, ha- House Smarts Radio. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. I'm really. And I pity. I'm really. I wish we weren't in a place where I can't say nice dress. I did see a woman the other day with a really cute haircut, and I wanted to say something, and I didn't. And I and I know I say this to you, because I will text you or Mary Beth and say, oh my gosh, I saw this woman. She had the cutest haircut. 
and I didn't say anything. And then I'll just get a text back from you. It says, good job. Good job. And she'll be like, how old was she? I go, I don't know, like 30. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> like, I can't right. say that anymore. Here's, it bums but I me will say out. That it was a, it's kind of a, it was a funny thing because when you were telling me the story, you, you were telling me a story of how you were at a restaurant and there was a bartender who, you, a male bartender who you saw working his tail off. Oh, he was and working his as a off. nice, you know, you're just a nice guy. You went up to him and you said, Wait, hey, I'll, t- you're doing I'll a tell great the story. Job. I will tell the story because I think that uh, you all should go to this restaurant. Uh, Don and, and, and Gretchen and uh, Andy and uh, Melena, um, M- right? Got that right? Melina. Yes. Yep. Melina. Miru. Miru. Right by the station. They yeah. built the new hotel, the St. Regis. Right there by the station. Oh, yeah. On, I don't know, 15th floor is a brand new Let Us Entertain You Japanese restaurant, sushi restaurant called Miru. M-I-R-U. Wednesday night, we went there for my daughter-in-law's birthday and Liam, Carmen's partner, his birthday. And it's this unbelievable restaurant. Bring the big checkbook. Because it's not an inexpensive ticket, but it was so good. Are you a sushi lover, Andy? Um, not particularly, but... I'm not either. No. But there was other stuff there that was delicious. And I love to try chopsticks. And I'm not really that good at it, but I did my best. Anyway, they have a separate bar. This guy's working his fanny off. The bar is just for the people at the... Um, you know, they're the, the waiters and waitresses that are helping the tables. And there's a separate bar where you go to the bar. Smart, because then that way you get your drinks. I had the Miru Old Fashioned. So did Quinn. The other people at our table had different drinks. And this guy is shaking. He's going. He's. I'm watching this guy. I have a direct line across the room at this guy. I'm like, man, that guy's working his tail off. So in the middle of dinner, I just excused myself for a second. And I went over and I said, you don't work for me. But I got to tell you, I appreciate how hard you're working. I've been watching you, and you're working your fanny off. Good job. I appreciate hard work. Just like I talked about the Permaseal guys. Then I sat back down, and we had our dinner. Go ahead. Well, my say? Yeah, go ahead. You can finish. Anyway, so we're, like, fin- wrapping up dinner, and all of a sudden, a different guy comes over with a espresso martini and puts it in front of me. I go, oh, I didn't order that. He goes, oh, no, Santiago, the guy behind the bar, appreciates your comments about his hard work. That's so nice. So nice. Wow. Yeah, that's great. But my point was is that if it was a woman, it would have been ta- like, hey, you're really shaking those martinis and you're working. Right. Exactly. Right? Totally taken totally. And I would have said the same thing. And it can I tell you something? would have had the same intent. Right. Can I tell you something else, Santiago? He had a great haircut. Hmm. <laughs> you should have told him that, <laughs> I too. didn't tell him that, but he was great. Probably good. I highly recommend you go to Miru. It's at the it's at the St. Regis Hotel, which, by the way, as an aside, the third largest building in Chicago now. Third tallest building in Chicago. You said the that. The St. Regis Hotel. Who knew? Right by the fun radio fact. station. Fun fact. More fun facts? Let's go into WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. And we call it a phone, but we don't really use it much as a phone, do we? No, we don't. Time for Just Text Me. Who wants to talk? Oh, my God, I got to talk. Talking is work. You got to make facial expressions. You got to suck air in. You got to blow it out. Our Just Text Me segment. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Get back to your phone calls after we answer a few text messages. All right. I've got some text for you, Lou. This one... 
It's from a 708 number, and it says, What product should I use to grease the garage door rollers and track? One garage has nylon rollers, and the other has metal rollers. So you should not actually grease the rollers themselves, the actual wheels that go in the track, because that will collect dirt and make it worse. What I would do is take a rag with some mineral spirits on it, uh, get that damp, with the mineral spirits, and then wear a glove, and then put your fingers in the track and clean the track. Kind of while the door is down, clean it, then raise the door, clean the, the vertical track as well. And if you can clean the individual rollers and get the grease and uh, oil off of that, or grease or anything that's there, that's going to help the operation. Now, the pins, here's the other thing. That rag with the mineral spirits, don't throw that in the garbage can. Let it dry out. So leave it on the driveway to dry out before you throw it away because it could it could combust if you put it in a closed, like garbage can, closed up. So you have to make sure that when you do this, you let it dry out. Now, the pins of the rollers on the doors, spray that with a lightweight oil. If I've said Superzilla once this Saturday, I've said it a thousand times, but it doesn't attract dirt because it's bio-based, and then it should operate well. How about another one? Lou, we have a cement stoop at our 80-year-old cottage. Is there a way to fill a half-inch crack or a tread that can be put over one or all three steps? Yeah, you could fill you could fill the crack with a patching concrete, okay? Then uh, there are treads that you can buy that you could screw into the concrete. And there's a company called Handy Ramp, H-A-N-D-I-R-A-M-P.com, that sells these aluminum treads that you can screw right through. You'll have to drill it and screw it into the treads, but does a really nice job and um, is non-slip and can cover those treads entirely. All right, last one. Our washer recently stopped mid-wash, and the water sat in there overnight. We got it to drain the next day, but what's the best way to clean it and deodorize it to make sure the loads of clothes that are contain uh, clothes aren't contaminated after that? Well, I mean, it's just fresh water. I would just um, there's a uh, with the washing machine. There is a cleaner that you can buy called a fresh a f f r e s h that you can put in the washing machine that will deodorize and clean it. And um, it'll do a really nice job to kind of get that and just make sure the washing machine's working properly, right? But I would use that, and then you can go ahead and uh, use the washing machine normally. That's our Just Text Me segment, 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Hold on, Lindsay's looking at me. She's telling me, what the name of the person is. I see it. It's there. Three, two, one. She's putting it on hold. Judy in Kenosha, line one. Oh, here we go. Judy, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Hi, Lou. Um, first time caller, um, long time listener. Thank you, Judy. That's and so I, nice my, of my, you. My, yeah, I love your show. And uh, I'm from Kenosha. <clears throat> And I have a, in, 19, in 2004, I'm a little nervous. No, um, don't be nervous. Wait, I I, had, wait, 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 hold on, <clears throat> hold on a second, Judy. How long have you lived in Kenosha? Um, 86 years. Wow, that's amazing. 
That's amazing. Yep. Did you go to a fish fry last night? Um, we had one. Um, my son called, and we ordered one in. Oh, nice. Was it good? And, it was perch. It was really good. Oh, that's so nice. All right. How can I help you? Okay. In uh, 2004, my husband and I had a um, evergreen, evergreen by Epic, uh, the fake wood. Um, we had a porch uh, deck and ramp built onto my mobile home. And everything's fine up until now. Now the vinyl siding on the corner of the uh, porch the the vinyl it kind of hooks in uh, each one hooks onto the other one right and uh, it's 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 been leaking and I just wondered if what I could use like a flex or a rust oleum to paint over that on the outside like a clear mm. so that it would stop leaking because there's it's not heated the porch is wonderful but it's not heated. And I need to put it on the inside as well. I need to put the paint or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, but but I think that if it's so, it's some kind. So that siding that's on the outside is it? Do you notice that it's separating? Um, in in some places, it's it's vinyl that hooks on each piece of vinyl hooks on to the other. Correct. And as it goes up, and it it did slip down a little bit. Yeah. All right, well, I don't think that putting anything over the top of that is the right thing to do. I would I would have someone come and repair that siding or possibly even replace it, right? Because okay. there isn't any Band-Aid you're going to spray on there to work because if it's channeling, if it's collapsed a little bit and now the water is get, you know, it's got like a channel to leak, we just need to get yeah, that. Yeah, it's coming inside, right. We just need to get that fixed. Now, there is a, I think in Kenosha, I'm pretty sure that they're, they offer this Ace Ace Hardware now has a handyman service called Ace right. Ace Handyman Services, and I believe I've seen one in Kenosha, right by the hospital, by Freighter. You know the hospital right on the lake there? Uh-huh. I believe there's one there, and they work in Kenosha. And so if you go to... Oh, there's also one um, where... Um down by Walgreens on 80th and, and uh, 39th. Okay. There's a, a brand, brand new one. Brand new one just opened up. And so if you went and talked to them, I think they could connect you with the handyman service because this is something they could do uh -huh. and come out and fix for you. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, Judy. Thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate you calling. Okay. Thank you. Have, have a, a nice weekend. You too. Have enjoy. It's going to be a glorious, beautiful weekend. Hey, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Happy weekend. Where's Hale's Corner? Uh, Hale's Corner near Milwaukee. Did you go to a fish fry last night? Well, of course. What else did they serve there? They give you hush puppies or french fries? Potato pancakes. Oh, my gosh. Fridays are for fish fries. Kathleen, how can I help you this morning? Saturdays are for Lou. I was wondering if you can help me with my heartburn from the pancakes. And now back to Lou Manfredini. <laughs> right here on a House Smarts Radio. Uh, 952. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4 Lou. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Lindsay posts all of our uh, Noodaloo 2s up there. Just go to youtube.com slash House Smarts TV, and it's all right there. 
This is Brad in Chicago. Hey, Brad, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you, I sir? A, uh, I'm excellent, thanks. We have uh, outdoor patio furniture. It's wood. Um, you know, and the over the years that we've had it, the uh, wood has, you know, all the color of the wood is gone. It's mm. all, you know, grayish colored, what mm. have you. It's, it's got some, uh, you know, the it's opened up and what have you. So I don't know, do I power wash it, sand it, seal it, or merely get a tablecloth and cover it over for the next 10 years? <laughs> um, I mean, what I would do is... Uh, get a palm sander and uh, some medium grit, like 100 grit um, paper on it and start sanding, maybe a couple sanding sponges too, and really kind of work and smooth out, you know, because I'm sure the wood's a little rough too, right, over the years. So if you smooth sure. it out, smooth it out, kind of open up the fibers in the wood, use uh, the same medium grit, you know, 100 grit or so sanding sponge, in between the slats and everything. It's a fair amount of work, right? And then once that's done, just spray it down with water to get rid of any of the dust, allow it to dry, and then I would restain it. And um, what works really well, I've done this with wood furniture at my own home. Uh, you've heard me talk about this. I've got no connection to this company other than I like the product called Penafin. And they make a, it's a, it's a multi-purpose deck fence stain, and in there, the buy a gallon of their blue. They, they have a blue and a red. The red has a little bit more UV. If you you know, since it's furniture sitting out in the sun, for five or six bucks more a gallon, you know, you get more UV protection. Put it out on a tarp and brush this on like you're staining a, a you know even an interior piece of furniture. Brush it on and then have a rag and then wipe it away. It will really absorb into the wood and really, quite frankly, rejuvenate that wood furniture. You know, maybe you got to make some repairs, tighten things up and do whatever. But um, if you pick the right shade of color, you know, it'll kind of blend everything in. And, and quite frankly, when you're done, Brad, it's going to look almost brand new. Terrific. And how do you spell Penafin? P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Lou. You got it, Brad. Now you've given me a job for, that my wife will want me to do. <laughs> hey, you called. <laughs> I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to help you out as best I can. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're good. You have a great day. Enjoy this. Boy, it's going to be an absolutely beautiful weekend. I mean, it's uh, the next stretch of few days that we have coming up are just fantastic. So I hope you enjoy that day. Yeah, and I mentioned uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel. We're, we're constantly trying to update and post videos, and we're, we're working on a... I just re-caulked a tub, and uh, that's where I told Lindsay said, you did it all in slow motion, so she has to work her magic to, to me. I don't know. It's hard to see. You know, the thing was, I, I had my glasses on, but I don't know what I did. I must have just flicked it the wrong way, and I don't know what it is. What's funny is when you do the slow-mo... It starts out fast and then it slows down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you think it's all good. I was like, well, he's really taking his time with that. <laughs> Clocking that. Right. Uh, wow. Just a little too slow. Uh, <laughs> Speed it up for me. Come on.
give get it giddy up with that anyway that that so go to youtube.com slash house smarts tv to find all that stuff by the way that was our last call sponsored by mitsubishi electric when pooling your home mitsubishi electric is the last call you need to make we're broadcasting from the permaseal foundation repair studios and the news is next from the northwestern medicine newsroom don't go away we'll be right back thank you so much for listening Lindsay. thank you for producing the show Andy Mazur, Don Kleppen, Bob Ferguson, always nice to be with you on a Saturday morning. And especially you all that listen every Saturday. Thank you so much. Enjoy this beautiful, glorious weekend. We'll be back next week with more House Smarts Radio. Eudaimonia, everybody. <laughs>